0: Sometimes, all you need is to come home to a jack-o'-lantern staring at you with its distant and empty eyes, raked smile exposing a single remaining orange fleshy tooth. Shine, my creation, shine! Welcome to The Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. Some of us are more reluctant to appreciate seasonal transitions than others. I, for one, get excited about all that awaits me as the seasons grind along. But there are people I know who detest the changing of the seasons, or perhaps more to the point, they can't stand the thought of summer ending. They long for warm sun on their faces and sandals on their feet. Come winter, they take up a long-held New England pastime, complaining about the weather. But these sun-loving folks aren't the only ones reluctant to transition to fall and then winter. They are joined by oaks and beech trees in their seasonal stubbornness. Young oaks and beeches, but especially beech trees, tend to retain their dead leaves through the fall and often straight through the winter only to shed them once spring has sprung. This tendency is called marcescence. This trait seems to bust the neat little artificially binary categories of evergreen and deciduous trees, that is, those that keep their leaves through the year and those who do not. While it is easy to observe this pattern and remember, oh yeah, it's those beaches whose dead curled leaves rattle on a winter wind, it is much more difficult to discern why this phenomenon would occur to begin with. It is important to remember that as time cranks on, all organisms are in a race for the survival of their species so they can pass their genetic code down to the next generation and perpetuate their species. Each individual in a species has a slightly different genetic code that might make it more or less suited for a given environment. This is why, in a field of yarrow, you might find a single red blossom among the sea of white flowers. Theoretically, those who are the most genetically fit in a given environment will be more successful in creating offspring, and over time the genetic mix of the species slowly shifts towards those more successful genetics. Over millions of years, that slow shift can create new species altogether. But all this evolution doesn't happen at once, as might be the case for our northern beeches and oaks. Most of the plant family Phagaceae, to which these trees belong, have their ancestral roots in the tropics. If we were to take a road trip south, you would find that the closer to the tropics, the more evergreen the trees of this family become. Take, for example, the live oaks of the southeastern U.S that never shed their dark green foliage. As the ancient ancestor of our modern oaks and beeches marched ever northward, they found that their leaves couldn't quite hack it in the cold winters, so like so many other species, found evolutionary pressures pulling them towards deciduous tendencies. They just aren't amazing at being deciduous yet. So basically, they hold on to their leaves as an ancient genetic breadcrumb of a long distant past. But why haven't they dropped this gene altogether? Scientists don't know for sure, but their guess is that this phenomenon is more than just an evolutionary snapshot that we are viewing as the species marches towards true deciduous tendencies. Oaks and beeches seem to thrive on dry, nutrient-poor upland slopes. It is suggested that keeping their lower leaves does two things to help the trees survive in this landscape. For one, these leaves act as a snow fence and encourage snowdrifts to settle around the trees, giving them an extra boost of moisture in the spring when the snow melts. Additionally, the leaves tend to finally fall off and begin to compost come spring, when the trees need any extra nutrients they can get. So in essence, this remnant trait of a long-lost tropical past likely helps our young oaks and beeches thrive in certain areas other trees couldn't. So this weekend, you might go check out a local oak and beech forest. How are their leaves progressing compared to the other trees in their area? Is it the young or old trees that are keeping their leaves? Perhaps if you find yourself feeling rather connected to your tropical evolutionary roots, you might find our native oaks and beeches to be kindred spirits. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.